the Washington Wizards proved to be disappointing yet again, dropping a 19-point lead to the Toronto Raptors to lose 101-103. No Bradley Beal, no Rui Hachimura. It was Russell Westbrook, Bertans, Garrison Matthews, and that was basically it. Not to mention Lopez got hurt in this game and did not return. Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's talk about this game that they dropped. Let's get it. Guys, this game, all of we were all pretty surprised that the Wizards were up 19 versus the new look Raptors. We all kind of had a little hope that maybe they pull this game out anyway. The ball was moving. Bertons and Matthews were on fire. Bertons and Matthews combined for 10 of 15 from, from the field for 66%. There were 9 of 14 from 3. Just outstanding. But they only got 2 shots in the 4th quarter. See, I know that Russell Westbrook hit the game-tying jumper. And I know he hit the 3-pointer the, the, the late, the clutch 3-pointer late, to put them up 1. But as an honest Westbrook fan... I can say the four jumpers mid-middies that he took right before that were not the best jumpers. I think one shot he had to take the shot clock was running down, if I remember correctly. But the other three, they they, they weren't good jumpers for him to take. Now, I understand he's the closer. He had an off night, so that's what we all have to understand. Russell Westbrook has closed plenty of games in his career. He's closed he's closed games this season with the Washington Wizards. You make some, you miss some. So, I'm not ups- upset at his shot percentage per se. Some people have offshoot nuts. But I'm ups- I'm a little bit irritated at his shot selection in the fourth quarter when clearly his midi was not falling. Now he hit the one that tied the game in rhythm and then he hit the three. Look, I get that. He gets all the credit in the world for that for me. You know how I am. Shoot, he gave you the tie and gave you the win. Russ did his job in a clutch. But those other four jumpers matter. Now Russell Westbrook, again, he has to do everything. 23 points. 14 rebounds, 11 assists, yet four turnovers, one steal. Guys, he has to do literally everything. He's out there with Neto, Lynn, Abdia, Bertans. At one point with him and Gill and Hutchinson, Ishmith. Guys, that's who he's playing with. I wish he would have got Bertans. And Matthews more shots. But how can he get Matthews more shots if Matthews is sitting on the damn bench? Scott Brooks. Matthews could have been so helpful in those last four minutes of that game. But he was just sitting on the bench, rotting away. He would have helped a ton. Hutchinson, 
Look, <coughs> excuse me. I even called it in the latest pod with him. I said, look, we're overreacting to one game of Hutchinson. Hutchinson is not good. He's terrible. He didn't even play great on defense. He was good on defense in the first half. And so I said, well, he's made it hard for Siakam. Siakam's turned the ball over. Siakam's missed a couple shots. But Siakam also has scored on him. But Siakam's going to score on anyone. But he made it tough. In the second half, he was not good on defense either. I didn't understand why he was even playing in the game. Bertans and Matthews and Westbrook played great. Then you had Denny. He added 12 points. He was 2 of 6 from 3. He had 10 rebounds and an assist and a block. Lynn. He had 13 points, 4 blocks, 8 rebounds, 6 of 10 from the field. Neto was 2 of 11 from the field, 0 of 4 from 3. Guys, there was a point in the fourth quarter where it wasn't just Russell Westbrook. It was all of them. No one could buy a basket. I, they were just firing up shots. No one went to the basket. It was like they, they shot so well in the first half, they just didn't want they just didn't want to shoot anything but threes in the fourth quarter. Finally, Russ went to the basket. got a couple free throws. He made those. But it's hard for any slashing guard. If you're playing with Ish Smith, Denny Hutchinson, it's really hard for you to get to the basket because there's no lanes to get to the basket to. So when he was shooting the jumper, I was upset. Oh, I, say I, was, I was irritated because I was. it wasn't that I was saying, Russ, just go to the rack. There weren't no lanes to go to the rack. But Russell Westbrook is an elite playmaker. All the advanced statistics say that. He needed to find a way to manufacture better shots. And it may not have necessarily been for him. It may have been for Bertons or Matthews if Scott Brooks would play Matthews in the fourth quarter. He did it once and it didn't go well, and it's like he's allergic to it. It was his first time doing it. Let him play it again. It could have helped to play those two together late. Then maybe Russell Westbrook has some driving lanes, and then maybe it's a little bit easier for him to manufacture some good shots. Look, Gill has some good shots. He missed them. Neto had some good shots. He missed them. That's just the truth. Russell Westbrook had a couple of good shots. He missed them. Then he has a couple of shots that I just wish he didn't take. Gill went 1 of 5, 0 of 2 from 3. Hutchinson went 0 of 3 from 3. Neto went 0 of 4. Denny went 2 of 6. They weren't guarding any of those players. None of them. Hutchinson's just bad. He's just bad. We traded Troy Brown Jr. for I, I, he's just not good. I don't get that. But guys, I mean, the story of the game is you just kept jacking up threes, and eventually it caught. Look, averages always find themselves. Yes, you were on fire in the first half, but it caught up to you. I mean, the Wizards shot thirty-five three pointers. The Raptors, who let it fly, shot 33. 
the Toronto the Toronto Raptors let them they got Gary Trent Jr. in their team. They let it fly. The Washington Wizards, who are the worst three-point shooting team in the league, shot more three-pointers than the Toronto Raptors. In what world should that happen? See, this is when I say I don't like to take what the defense gives you. They were giving them those shots. Hutchinson can shoot that three all day long. The Raptors did not care. They did not care. Bertons and Matthews should have both been in that game late, and it would have opened up the driving lanes, and they would have got more shots. It's easier to get two shooters a shot than one. So the whole, well, Bertons should have got more shots. Look, I understand, but it's easier to get Bertons more shots if Matthews is on the other side. You get what I'm saying? Once you get to, then it opens up driving lanes on both sides of the court. Then when you get to drive it, then you get the defense moving. Then you can find one of those players when the defense makes some mistakes. But when there's just one of them, I mean, my goodness, it's not that hard to guard. Russell Westbrook could have been better, but Scott Brooks' situational awareness in a game is absolutely putrid. I just don't understand. I have been begging for Scott Brooks to try to go small all season long at times. With Rui Hachimura, he waits until a game and Rui Hachimura isn't playing in the size. He's going to go small with Anthony Gill. I have been begging for that. All Go small with Rui. Just play Rui at the five. He does it versus the Toronto Raptors when Rui Hachimura is not even playing. I don't understand, guys. I don't. I just, I really don't. The Raptors, you know, they were by committee, 22 by Siakam, 10 of 16 from the field, 14 by Anobi, 15 by Brimbray, 16 by Gary Trent Jr., 16 by Flynn, 10 by Baines. They, they played well. You know, they played well enough to win this game. I won't say they played well. They played well enough to win this game in the fourth quarter, and the Wizards did not. The right people didn't get the shots, Bertons and Matthews, but part of the reason why the right people didn't get the shots is because Scott Brooks didn't have both of them on the doggone floor. Russell Westbrook needed to manufacture some better shots than some of those minis he took late. However, Russell Westbrook hit the mini that tied the game up, and Russell Westbrook hit the three that put them up one. Now, right after these messages, we're going to talk about the late blunder. Okay, guys. So, at the end of this game, Somehow Neto ends up taking this shot. Okay, so he takes the last shot that we're going to take for the game, and when he takes it, there's about I don't know, I think it's five seconds left on the clock, something like that. So he takes this wild reverse thing that does not come close to going in. Okay, I don't know how. Somehow Neto was the one to take this shot after Russell Westbrook made his last two jumpers to get them the one-point lead. I digress. Neto gets to the basket. He tries to take this reverse layup. He misses. First of all, Neto misses a shooter wide open in the corner. Bertans in the corner. 
So Neto misses Bertans wide open in the corner on his drive, first of all. That irritates me. Nonetheless, he misses him. He tries to lay up, he misses. They let Gary Trent Jr. dribble all the way down the court without fouling. How do you do that? You have a foul to give. Why not foul Gary Trent Jr. the second he got the rebound and started dribbling up the court? Mind you, Neto is on him the entire time. It's not like someone had to run to him. Neto was already on him. Neto misses the layup. He misses Bertans in the corner, and then he doesn't use the foul to give. And then he gets pushed off by Gary Trent Jr. Referees missed that. And Gary Trent Jr. hits the three. The game is over. And Neto is irate with the referees at the end of the game. But all I can think of is, Neto, in like 10 seconds, man, you missed a reverse layup. That in my opinion, he had no business taking. You missed... The Bertons in the corner for the wide open three who was on fire for the night. And then you didn't use your foul to give for your defense to get set up. I mean, my goodness. And I again, I think it's coaching more than anything. I don't know how Neto ended up. Russell Westbrook was doubled on that play the second he crosses half court. The second he crosses half court, Denny's man just leaves him and comes all the way past the three-point line. Russ has to give it up. Then he gets it back. They double him in the corner. So then he gives it up to Denny. Denny passes it across the court to Neto. They leave, they leave Denny again. They just weren't guarding him. That's why you have Matthews out there. Situational basketball. They weren't guarding Denny. They, were, they weren't really guarding Gill, but they kind of have to respect Gill because it was only a two-point game. He was around the basket. So someone was hanging around the paint. That's enough. They were leaving Denny Avdia, alone, which made it tough. Put Bertans and Matthews in the damn game at that point. And when y'all use your head at the end of games, you guys always mess up at the end of games. It doesn't make any sense. I just, I can't even talk about this mess no more. You know, guys, this is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. Please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and much, much more. So please click that subscribe button. I really, really appreciate it. On top of that, if you enjoy YouTube videos on basketball, on Washington, on Russell Westbrook, please go check out my YouTube channel, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, I appreciate you guys so much for listening to the Westbrook Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook Gets a Chip, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Session. And as always, until next time, peace.